0: Try to be a kind and gentle head of staff. But Debbie was instructed that this song should rock. Well done, good and faithful. Well done. It's a song from Cameroon, and it's meant to be celebratory and fun. So, excellent. Today we turn to the familiar words From the Epiphany text. Epiphany technically is tomorrow, but we're celebrating today. It is my favorite season. I love to have old Christmas trees and put them in a pile and burn them so people can see the light of Christ out into the world. And if you've ever done that, especially if kids are around, you'll never forget the wonder in a four-year-old's eyes, seeing that Christmas tree go pfft. So we, we move today to the Epiphany text. Isaiah 60 starting at the first verse. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For the darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around, they all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away. Your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephra. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. And then turning to the story of those three wise men, oh wait, of those wise men, as told to us in the second chapter of Matthew. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, "Go, search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go and pay homage to him." And when they had learned, when they had heard the king, they sent set out. And myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another way. Friends, the word of the Lord, thanks Thanks be to God. American bookstores or whatever's left of them are essentially filled with people's self-help advice. It is, in fact, a fact that one need not be an expert on anything at all to write such a tome. Just put your best witticisms on paper and voila, bestseller. I've realized that I, too, expert at nothing at all in particular, have several of these witticisms myself. Several years ago, I went back to Nebraska to perform a wedding for one of the kids that was once in my youth group. I walked in the door to stand face-to-face with her, and she did this. That was the mantra of our youth group. Stop, think, and make a good choice. And years later, what what was that? Years later, this kid remembers that the minute she sees me. Youth groups, in my experience, are the stuff of life lesson witticisms. Stop, think, make a good choice. Stay with the pack is another of my favorites, especially when they're all going somewhere together and it ends up being something like herding goldfish for the leaders. I also have this one. I would say to them, now we're going out in public, so what's the rule? And they'd say, don't act like fools. Some of these quips are obviously, teach more about life obviously than others. I also used to say this to them. Part of life is just showing up. Part of life is just showing up. When you're tired and don't want to go to work, Part of life is just showing up. When you haven't studied for a test and just want more time, part of life is just showing up. When you know your parents are going to ground you, part of life is just showing up. But part of that showing up for life isn't always just about facing the consequences or doing things that require obedience showing up sometimes means that you get to live life to its fullest enter the wise men those delightful characters in this story that travel for as much as 2 years just to show up now We have to pause for a minute. Last week we talked about the wise men. Some we've talked about them throughout the Advent and Christmas season. But let's review what we know about them from the Bible. Wise men, or magi, as the Greek says, came from the east to Jerusalem after having observed a star at its rising. That's it. That's all we know based on the biblical text. Anything about three of them or what their names were or where they came from or what they looked like? It's not in this book. Not three wise men. Not Orient R. You know Orient R, right? On the map, you see India and you see China, you see Mongolia, and then you see Orient R. As if it's a name of its own country, right? It's not what it says. Just wise men from the east follow a star. Now, the Greek does give us a little more hint. They were magi. And although we have come to interpret that word to mean kings, it really more accurately means astrologers. Not astronomers, astronomers, people who study the stars scientifically, but astrologers, people who place their faith in the stars. Looking at stars was their religion. So from Jewish standards, we have here wise men who were foreign pagan wanderers. And the question today is, what can we possibly learn from those kind of people? Different religion, different culture, different language. And these crazy people show up just because they see a star. They pack up all their stuff and they travel at least thousands, if not tens of thousands of miles for as much as two years. It's really nonsensical. I mean, why would they do that? And for what? What were they looking for? And what did they think they were going to find? I submit to you this day that we all know people something like this. In contemporary religious terms, we call these folks seekers. In the parlance of our daily lives, we call them our neighbors, our kids' teachers, our hairdressers, our nephews, our accountants, and so on, so on. But of the people I'm talking about, they may not know the church, but they know that we have a different language and a different culture than they do. And who knows where they find their religion, if at all, maybe a horoscope like an astrologer. Or by being in nature, or by taking a walk or journey of some kind. Any of this sounding familiar? St. Augustine, a third century bishop has formulated much of Christian theology for us. And he said of human nature, our hearts are restless, O Lord, till they rest in thee. People all around us are searching for something and they go on journeys, not with camels and treasures, but with their hearts and their lives to find whatever that thing is. And many of them don't just search for two years. They search for their entire lifetimes. So I ask you this day, where is their star? Where do these children of God find their guiding light? Where is that thing that points them to the christ child if showing up means that we go through a journey that the journey and the journey itself is meaningful to us don't we want these people to show up here And what points them here? I've heard this. The sign out front. The great music, the ad in the newspaper. Finding out whether or not the pastor's any good at all. Finding out whether the music's any good at all. No, children of God, the light of Christ is in us and we are that shining star for those seeking the ways of Jesus. They can't show up without us. They need us to be the ones to light the way. I was so proud of this church in the last several weeks because there were friends of mine who showed up here. And to a person, they all said, Yep, yep, your people are good. They know what they're doing. They greeted me at the door. They showed me where to go. The ushers were pleasant. They even told me where the bathrooms were. That's our start. But all of that was once they came in the door. And so, dear ones, our challenge this year that you are going to hear from me from this place for days to come, weeks and months and hopefully not years, because eventually if you catch on, I don't have to preach the same sermon every week. challenge is this. I would like for you to think about three households, three people that you can be praying for, that you can be talking to, that you can be inviting into this place to sit beside you on Sunday mornings. To meet our community in fellowship and to learn more about Jesus our Christ. Three people. I promise you, if you pray about them, God will help you be a shining light of Christ to them. And they will show up. May it be so. Amen.